You have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. I'm your host, Joe. Today is Monday, January 4th of 2021. Bye-bye, 2020. Definitely glad to be in a new year. Glad to hopefully maybe see a turn on this whole COVID coronavirus thing. Just being optimistic for the future. So... Kind of got a lot going on. As always, we have a lot going on. So who's with me out there? So what I'm looking for right now is I'm looking for a network of people, uh, conservative people, that we can become conservative fact-checkers. My goal now is to fact-check anything I see by a Democrat or a liberal that's incorrect. So I'm looking for a group of people who we can comb social media, and we can fact check. I mean, from now on, I'm just going to respond to people's thing as large, I'm going to capitalize everything, I'm going to put fact checked false by Joe. So I don't know. I mean, who's with me on this? I think we get some people together. Because it's just, I mean, it's amazing the stuff that gets put out there. I was on TikTok the other day, I know, and there was a tweet from somebody that said Donald Trump has 46 charges of sexual assault. Charges. Charges. So a sitting president of the United States has 46 actual charges against him. So, of course, I challenge that. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Okay, name one charge that he has. Well, there's this one case from this lady in New York. Okay, so there's one case. Has he been charged with anything? No. No, she's suing him. So it's just amazing. So I put uh, my, my, my other response on that was, well, what about Joe Biden and what about Governor Cuomo? You know, they get a, they get a pass. I mean, people are such hypocrites. You know, if you're going to call somebody out for something that they didn't actually do and be all appalled about it, even though they actually didn't do it and it doesn't actually exist, wouldn't you be appalled if it was on the other side as well? I mean, conservatives, Republicans, this is the problem we have going forward now. I mean, I'm so sick of social media now. Anytime I put anything out there, it's either you're criticized for your spelling which I'm so sick of. If you're a Facebook English major, you suck. So if your only goal in life is to tell people the difference between your and you are, get a life. I mean, all that tells me is that you want your college to be paid for free, so you're probably all for forgiving student loans because you have an English degree. But that's all there is. Nobody wants to 
discuss the facts anymore. If you present an, an opposing opinion, which is a conservative opinion, it's just not going to be heard anymore. I mean, it is just amazing. You know, I made some comments on Facebook and it, people are calling me an idiot and this and that. I mean, right out of the gate. Because I have a different opinion than they do. So this is where we're at in our country right now, people. We're at a very important crossroads. We have people who want to stymie our constitutional rights. I mean, look what's going on in Washington. So Joe Biden's inauguration parade got canceled. Well, probably because nobody would show up. But Trump is planning a rally. So I think it's funny that the mayor of D.C., um, is closing all, telling all the stores they need to be closed and the restaurants and the hotels and they can't take anybody, and that she has now called the National Guard out because she's worried about violence coming to D.C. But yet when Black Lives Matter people were looting and burning her city, she did nothing. She did nothing. D.C. also has a ban on, like, all disposable containers right now, too. So if you're going there for that rally, you're not going to have a place to stay, and all the stores are going to be closed. And she's calling in the National Guard, even though she let her city burn. The nation's capital. They're a disgrace. These people are a disgrace. But there's nobody to question them. There's nobody to fact-check them. I don't know if you guys saw it, uh, uh, Acosta, the brilliant journalist from CNN, um, did an interview in The Atlantic, and they said that they would not be questioning Joe Biden as much. There wasn't a need to. They didn't feel they needed to delve into anything. And then they talked to CNN's fact checker who said, yeah, I probably just won't fact check him at all. So Joe Biden just gets a pass on everything. So fact checkers are done. So for all you people who thought it was funny that we all got fact-checked on Facebook. You see what it's for. It was to suppress the message. It was so you wouldn't know the truth. So you follow like sheep and listen to the news and whatever they blat down your throat and you just accept it. Because anything else is fact-check false. Any other opinion is fact-check false. And people realize why I got all mad about this fact-checking thing. Just like the Nazis did. I mean, they're controlling the media. They're controlling the message. You didn't hear anything about Hunter Biden. It was Russian disinformation. People signed off saying it was that. I mean, the time has come. You know, enough is enough. I mean, how dare she let her city burn, does nothing about it, but we're closing everything and calling the National Guard because people want to peaceably assemble for President Trump. We're not the problem. The message is the problem. What you're spinning is the problem. So who's with me? Who wants to fact check with me? Seriously, go to my Facebook page. Joe's Common Sense. You know, go to my personal page, Joe Pilots. Let me know if you want to be in this network. Because from now on, whenever I see anything, I'm just going to fact check false tired this is this just gets old it just gets old when people constantly 
berate you, call you names because you have a different opinion. What happened to this country? I mean, what happened? So today, a United Methodist priest who is a member of Congress and is a Democrat said the opening prayer for Congress today. And at the end of the prayer, he said, amen, like you do at the end of the prayer. And then he said, a woman. This has how far the left has gone crazy, people. Amen has nothing to do with the gender. It has nothing to do with the gender. But we're going to... <laughs> we're going to, you know, it's, it's truth, certainty. Expression of belief or affirmation. It has nothing to do with gender. But this idiot is going to say a prayer and then say amen and a woman that's how far these people have gone so i saw something funny on that somebody else uh, retweeted that and they added their own thing they said tomorrow at the house cafeteria in congress they're going to be serving ramen and raw woman noodles see how stupid that is i mean and nobody, nobody's going to fact-check these people. Acosta admitted. The CNN fact-checker admitted. They're not going to fact-check him. Fact-checkers only exist to suppress the message. When the Hunter Biden thing broke, why do you think Facebook censored everyone? Why do you think Twitter censored everybody? Because they didn't want that message to get out. I've talked about this before. Over 50% of the people had no idea. That would have changed 9% of the vote. Because nobody knew about it. Nobody knew about Tara Reid. That was another 4% of the vote. Why? Because the message is controlled. And if you can't see that, or you don't believe that, I don't know what planet you're on. They admitted that they did it. Now we know why fact-checkers are around. They controlled the message. They controlled the outcome of the election. All he had to do was sit in his basement. Why do you think he sat in his basement? I mean, nobody questioned Kamala Harris on her past. How does she get a pass for that? Because the media is complicit. The media is complicit. So, I mean, any fact checkers, let me know. I'm, I, I'm serious about doing this. You know, I'm very, very, very serious about doing this. I mean, we just need to be, we just need to throw it right back, I guess. I don't know. So much for unity, so much for caring, so much for um, let's all be the bigger people. I'm tired of being the bigger person. You know, and then today, the Georgia Secretary of State secretly records the President of the United States in a conversation and releases it. What on earth is going on in this country anymore? 
this is even admissible in court, but the Washington Post ran with it. You know, and at first they put out a four and a half minute blurb with no context. But now I believe it's all been released. Which must have happened later this morning, I don't know. But how on earth does this happen? The president's recorded. And we just we just release it. People's hate for this man is just I just don't get it. You know, I didn't care for Obama. But I didn't hate him. I mean, hate's such a powerful emotion. Why would I want to waste all that emotion on somebody who sits in the White House that I'll never have to deal with? But just the disdain. And where does it come from? It comes from the media. It comes from this message. It comes from this message that's been censored the entire campaign. I mean, the New York Post had two articles this weekend for the races in uh, in Georgia. And it's uh, it's just hilarious because, of course, Warnox was, oh, my God, he's, he's, he's done so much good. And, you know, they didn't focus on anything about his wife saying he's a big liar. He assaulted her. Um... Nothing about the camp that he used to run where people were assault, sexually assaulted. Um, nothing about that. Why question him on that? Or the fact that his, his uh, you know, controversial, you know, homilies, to say the least, his, his preachings. You know, so his was just a big fluff piece. And then they ran, uh, did one on David Perdue and basically just crucified Perdue. Every little piece of dirt they could find, they just exasperated it like the media does. I mean, just look at those two stories and tell me there's not a bias in the media. I mean, I weep. I weep for this country. You know, if we don't win one of these seats, we got to win one. We have to win one. It's just, I, what's going to happen to this country if we lose? If we lose the Senate? We're screwed. I mean, we're straight up screwed. If you're not a Democrat or a liberal, you're screwed. I just, I just shake my head. I hope that this election will be watched over. I hope that observers will be able to be right there. I hope the integrity of this election will be protected. I hope it is scrutinized wholeheartedly. Especially with all these Hollywood people trying to get people from out of state to register there so they could vote. You know, enough's enough. Whatever happened to Jasleen Maxwell and Epstein? I know Epstein's dead. We don't hear anything about her anymore. She has dirt on some of the most powerful Democratic people. Some of the most powerful leaders in the world. Don't hear anything about her. I hope she doesn't get Clintoned. That would be a shame if she got Clintoned. That's a new word I'm describing. So when you knock somebody off, you had Clinton them. They got Clintoned. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on anymore. 
And if anybody can help me out figure out what Mitch McConnell's in-game is. I mean, Mitch McConnell is not really helping the Republicans, especially in Georgia. You know, and I know his stance on this is that he feels that the money is not going to where it should go to. But, I mean, think about it. One person held that up. Everybody else was in favor. One person held it up. I mean, I just don't know what his end game is. Yeah, I got my 600 bucks. Who cares? I'm going to pay it in taxes at some other time. It's just my money. Yeah, but 2000 would have been nicer. I mean, I just don't get his end game on this. You know, I hope as we move forward that we can start working together. The parties can work together and be bigger people. But you know where that starts? That starts with you and me holding them accountable. That starts with us as citizens holding elected officials accountable. Trying to get term limits passed. Trying to get campaign reform acts passed. Just think of all the money that is being poured into this runoff in Georgia. You know, I think they figured four, five hundred million, a half a billion dollars has been thrown at this runoff election. Just think what good that could do for the country. Think what good that could do for you and me. Think how much PPE or how many more doses of the coronavirus vaccine or more people we can hire so we can get the vaccine out. Just think about all the good we could do with that and we're throwing this away at politics. We're throwing this away on TV ads. We're throwing this away on travel for these guys. I mean, it's enough. You know, we got to hold our elected officials accountable. They work for us. I think we've forgotten that. You know, I think we've forgotten that in today's day and age. They work for us. You know, they used to just be paid a per diem. Back when George Washington and they started this all, they were paid a per diem so they'd have to keep a job and have to be like you and me. And we've certainly lost that with these career politicians. But the only way that's going to change is if we hold these people accountable. Whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a liberal, conservative, you have to hold your representative accountable. They work for us. They work for us. Just remember as we move forward in this new year, you know, we need to start reaching across the aisle. We need to start being nicer to one another. We need to start caring when people's businesses are closing. We need to start demanding more of our elected officials. We need to demand an end to this lockdown so that people can get their businesses back going. We need to reclaim America. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.